For this project, we've been looking at high density in London. The way we define high density is how many units per hectare. So it's uh, very much um, building density rather than population densities. We've selected 11 new build buildings that were completed in the past 10 years. Um, and we've selected three buildings that were uh, completed in the 20th century. The reason why we look at density is because there's not that much land that can be built on. There are different constraints such as the green belts that doesn't allow London to extend um, a lot. So density can appear as a solution. Um, there is however little research on um, how people perceive density and especially on how people that live in big buildings and high-density buildings perceive density. I don't feel crowded, but then I'm occupying a relatively large flat on my own now. But I didn't, even when there were three of us here. It's always been civilised here. I, I, don't, <laughs> I know things happen elsewhere. I think maybe some estates are just too big. When you do this sort of thing, you probably need more than one building. I, I noticed some of the estates that, or um, developments you, you showed were one building, mm. a, a giant one sticking up like a kind of tube in the middle of not tubes. I, I don't know that I think that works terribly well. It seems out of step. This, this, of course, is not ha not houses, but it's low rise, and I think it works. And having the gardens in the middle, which are open to the general public, even though we pay for them, <laughs> um, but it, it does. There is a continuity to it. You know, your flat is not identical to any of the ones that touch it. And I know, I know that they've won awards for the design, but that's on the outside. I don't think. This arrangement, um, we had to have the door knocked out to get our furniture in. Uh, it's a nightmare whenever you want to get new stuff because you're, you have to have it measured up or go to places which will make your sofas outside and then put them together inside. I think they probably need to try to canvas opinions from people about what works and what doesn't. Because I suspect what works well from an architect's point of view, visually, isn't always... Um, so wonderful from the resident's point of view. And, I, you know, I've quoted these difficult windows and I, some of them are, the one in the bedroom above is a very, very difficult window. I've only managed to clean part of the outside once in 34 years. High-density building makes perfect sense to me um, for uh, urban areas. Um, I, this original area was really underdeveloped, I think. We've always been in... Um, mostly Edwardian housing stock, um, both of us, so it was really nice to move into a new build. It's very warm and hmm. fairly quiet. Um, we do have a, a building site next to us now for the next two years. Um, they will be building a 32-storey tower, um, immediate, about 13 metres from our window. Um, 
but we always knew there would be something on that site. We were hoping for a bit of community and we have actually got involved in the community um, here. We don't really speak to our direct neighbours though, much. Um, we know that there has been a lot of people moving in and out of some of the flats on our floor. It's basically a car-free development, which is fine for us. We have noticed on the Facebook group sometimes newer people who have moved into the estate don't necessarily know it's supposed to be car-free. So originally it was all leaseholders in this building, um, so all shared ownership. Um, we, I'm estimating that there's probably between 20 and 30% now who are rented. We can't use the communal space at present, um, which is very annoying. What's happened is uh, there was some damage to some paving stones um, a couple of years ago, to tell you the truth, I think they were damaged, but I can't be 100% sure. Um, they were identified about five months ago by the Housing Association's Estates team, and they were supposed to um, fix them fairly quickly. Five months later, we are still waiting for them to be fixed, but they've locked everyone out of that space, except for a few flats who need access in order to get into their flats. To be honest, I was here on a Sunday afternoon to meet a friend for a barbecue, and I was just walking past the street, and I saw the building that was still in construction, and I was just pointing my finger on the top flat, and I say, I want to live there. But then, of course, when I realized that it was too expensive, I picked uh, this flat <laughs> instead of the top floor. Being close to the station is kind of plus and minus, so you get the most out of the fact that you can just walk straight to the station in four minutes. However, you also get kind of noise and the background noise that you get from uh, being close to the train station. So overeating is something that is affecting as well, even now, and kind of, it's winter time, outside we have 10 degrees, when inside we have almost 26 degrees, and the eating is currently off. In terms of eight, the size of the flat, they're not really tall, so if someone will come here and visit me and will be like meter 95, it will have some issue because they're kind of not really high. So in terms of growing that kind of sense of community that at the moment is kind of lacking, then of course you know all the people that are living on your floor, you try to kind of exchange favor, can I get parcel or can you collect a parcel for me? But that is not enough in terms of growing that kind of sense of community. The flash is very nice and it's very bright, which is good. It isn't glass all the way around, I'd hate that. I love it, it's a little community. London can be very, very lonely, but you have to, you have to pick yourself up and get out there, and you have to meet. And at home, uh, we lived in a village, and everybody worked together to help each other. There wasn't much work and there wasn't much money, so everybody helped each other and they looked after each other. So I find that in on the estate the older families still continue to do that and it's the newer people who don't have that ethos as such. Well we have as if as I get older people will need mobility scooters and all the flats at the moment are not step free. So all the doors are not wide enough and the storage space 
in the flats are not there is not there either. Then the lift access is too small as well. And I used to joke with my next door neighbor Alex. He says, "Oh, I'll go out of here standing up, right?" And I used to laugh at him, right, when he says this. But I went to work one morning and waved in at Alex, and he was sitting in his living room. And I come back that evening late. And just as I come by his flat, I heard a noise, and I, and I thought it was him waiting. But actually, it was the undertaker taking him out on a stand-up. You know, he came out in a body bag, st stood up, attached to um, a trolley, right? Because you couldn't take them out. You can't take people out of the flats, lying flat. So I had to laugh because Alex says, I'll go out of here standing up, right? There he was in the body bag and he was being stood up, you know, as they took out his body. I was one of the first people who moved into this building actually. Um, they completed the first nine floors and then they were working on the floors above. I like the fact that the building is new and uh, almost no problems at all with like, how do you call them, uh, utilities. Uh, we don't have a common room. And uh, sometimes I met some people, so I've been to other people's flats, but it's more by chance rather than, I don't know, I kind of stay to my own apartment. There are no teenagers in this place. I've never seen anyone who was uh, older than 10 years or younger than 21, I think, or maybe 18. I think uh, that I'd like to stay here in 10 years' time, and uh, this place is my home, so I'd like it to keep it that way, maybe. Just to have the sense of belonging. This building, although it's sort of a new build, it was still done fairly properly in the sense of all the bedrooms are decent sized. If you look around here, you've got supermarkets, basically in a five minute walk, we've got Sainsbury's Tesco Waitrose, um, we've got the GP practice opposite across the road, uh, we've got transport links. So, so what do you like most about living here? Uh, the view. <laughs> um, I like the nice bits of granite because it's very nice and sort of you like it, but I wouldn't like to live there because it's very touristy, obviously it's mm -hmm. unaffordable, but I can, we can enjoy that, we can walk to the park, we can go to the market. What do you dislike about living here? Um, high service charge, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's one thing which, and especially, for example, things like, I know it includes a lot of things like heating, but for somebody like me, so I'm, I'm quite environmentally conscious and I just don't like the fact that we just pay for all this heating, although we don't really use a lot of heating, we're quite conscious about those things and I just pay this fixed fee for mm. something I might not use. There's a big Facebook community, but it's got all the good and bad thi things about like a virtual <laughs> sort of community. Um, you know, it can be helpful sometimes, but people can get quite aggressive with each other. Obviously, I think there are quite a few Airbnb flat, although people were not allowed to do that mm. by contract, but I'm pretty sure that even on this floor, there are a few. There are whole floors with completely empty flats because obviously investors buy them and they just don't live there. So I suppose that's the other thing, which is a bit like, yes, we can build more and more buildings and houses, but what's the guarantee that it gets to the people who actually need those flats. Now they're building, they've just finished a 21-storey building next to us, a 12-storey one behind us, they're proposing a 30-storey building, I Gosh, think. Yeah. And it's all fine because we, you know, we understand there needs to be flats, but I just don't see how the infrastructure will um, sort of match that. 
I don't see how the capacity of the DLR can be increased. For example, the GP practice. So when we moved here, you could get an appointment, you know, whatever, within a week or so. I'm not joking now, you don't have an appointment for four or five weeks. Do you get a sense on a day-to-day -day basis that you, you feel like you live in a high-density area? Um, depends on which <laughs> side of the living room I look at. Like I, I, it sounds stupid, but really, sort of, when we have guests and sit here and have dinner, and I look there and I see my neighbours half naked. I, I mean, I don't. So, for example, for that neighbour, those are their bedrooms, and I always feel it would be their responsibility to sort of, you know, this is our living room. I'm not mm. doing anything inappropriate here. Whereas I'm like, oh, I cannot look now because you know <laughs> my neighbours are just walking around naked in the bedroom. Hackney, I love. There's a really nice community feel. It's really nice. There's always something to do and always lots of people doing it. We knew there was going to be the concierge, there was going to be the gym, there was um, a couple of commercial units, the community centre. So we were sort of thinking, well, that there's going to be a lot of stuff provided for us as part of our service charge. The way the buildings are designed, you can't just bump into people because you need like a key fob to get onto your floor and it only works for your floor, it doesn't work for anyone, any, any other floor in your building. But I would say that the Facebook groups have been really good to kind of overcome that. It's never really that busy like in the lift or getting things or do you know what I mean? Like it's just, it doesn't feel like I'm in a huge high density. I was actually quite surprised when I read about the development being built and it being like this really high, you know, modern high density like development, I was like, oh, is it? Oh, I guess there are quite a few flats, I suppose. It's quite a tall building, that one over there. <laughs> yeah, I suppose because we're not in the tall tower either. That helps. We're kind of tucked down here. I think if we had a kid here, it wouldn't be the end of the world because obviously we've got two bedrooms. It's doable. But in an ideal world, we'd want like a garden. We wouldn't want to have to move with a child if we wanted to have another one. Do you know what I mean? So we're sort of thinking now, um, what, where, where can we move to? It's if you think about the population getting bigger um, and cities becoming more and more under pressure to kind of provide homes for bigger and bigger amounts of people. Like I just think it's fascinating. The problem is fascinating, and the solutions that people are coming up with to kind of make space for everyone is really interesting as well. We're more interested in explaining trade-offs between different options for building in London rather than just doing top-down recommendations that might not be um, helpful to either practitioners or policy makers. One example of a trade-off is um, management. Um, it's good to have good management, but it has a price and how this price um, translates to different um, options is important to flag as well. And what they choose as the most important aspect of their home and the reasons why they move to this place where usually transport links and price. And these are very practical um, ways to choose a home and quite um, rational. But in interviews, we see that some people feel lonely and some people might crave something a bit more than just a place that is affordable and convenient. 
they actually want a home and this takes time. Um, some respondents that have lived in their scheme for over five years tended to know more neighbors, uh, social tenants tended to think that the sense of community was important in their scheme. So the high density schemes that we've studied are not typical London housing. Some features are easy to identify and these are the physical features like the balconies, the design and the big windows. But there are other characteristics that we can't see like the neighborhood or the community. And these are the characteristics that will determine in the long run whether these schemes perform well as homes.